Where do you see your career in 10 years? What are you doing now to help you get there? The sooner you start enhancing your skills, the sooner you'll be ready. That's why AARP has reskilling courses in a variety of categories like marketing and management to help your income live as long as you do. That's right. AARP has a bevy of free skill building courses for you to choose from because the steps that you choose to take today will help you to love what you do in the future. And that's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, so whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well, what better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. And today we're discussing idiotic surveys, side hustle superpowers, and underutilized HSAs. That's right, buddy. This is our Friday flights where we are going to dive into the our favorite headlines that we've come across. These are the stories that we think you should be paying attention to because they're going to be the most relevant to your money. Uh, and we want these to be... This is like an empowering... All of our episodes are empowering episodes. Yeah. Uh, but specifically, these are the stories that are going to launch you into the weekend knowing what is up. Yeah. Elon Musk buying Twitter doesn't have much relevance to any of our lives, but there's a bunch of stuff that did happen this That's week true. that does have an impact on how you're going to handle your personal finances and what steps you take to improve them. And that's what we're going to discuss today. Heck yeah, yeah, we're not going to be talking about Elon today. No, no I don't really care. <laughs> Maybe next that. time. <laughs> and, you know, he just got poor, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that is true. He can afford it. But Matt, I, before we get to our, our favorite stories this week, uh, Carrie in our Facebook group, by the way, if you're not a part of the How to Money Facebook group, you should totally join. There's almost 10,000 people in there helping each other out. And I'm telling you, it's a good vibe. 
Everybody is super friendly, inquisitive, and uh, they've got good information to share. And Carrie shared something this week. And I don't know, I feel like maybe we talked about it years ago, but this was at least put back on my radar. Uh, It's the Too Good To Go app. Have you heard of that one? So I think we talked about maybe a different one. Okay. Or or, or maybe it was a website, but I have not seen one that was this slick of an app. Yeah, this This is is, cool. Yeah, yeah. So essentially the way it works, this is an app where different restaurants and grocery grocery stores that are out there, they basically allow you to purchase items that they're going to throw away that's going to go in the trash uh, and you get to buy those items at a discount. Yeah, Carrie posted her meal, like a picture of her meal, and it looked delicious. Like, it was like this special purple drink. I don't know what it was. It wasn't like a soda. It was some sort of smoothie or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, man, it looked delicious. And it was like a, a, a Mexican, like a delicious Mexican um, plate of fare. And she said she got everything in that grub. picture. Grub. for for less than five bucks. And I was like, well, that's, that's that really good. That is awesome. So this is the kind of thing I, I looked. I downloaded the app to check and see if we have any uh, restaurants that participate in the Atlanta area. Unfortunately, sadly, sadly no. Yeah. But if you're in a major city, I saw it's other people cool. replying to, to Carrie's post saying like, oh yeah, They've we, got it where they I've are. used it where I am and I saw that. Yeah, I mean, it's a big in, time money saver. They're in LA, Portland, like Chicago. There's a lot of cities where they are, unfortunately not here uh, in Atlanta yet. But this is solving a massive problem, right? Like one third of all food goes to waste. Yeah. And if there's anything I hate seeing more than folks wasting their money, it's seeing food go to waste which is one in the same, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're almost the exact same thing. Uh, wasting food, wasting money. But are... it's a win-win situation, right? Restaurants and, and, again, grocery stores, they're able to unload this stuff. They make uh, somewhat of a profit. I mean, obviously... Maybe some break-evenness if, thing. Going yeah, on if it goes in the trash, they're not making anything. But, uh, yeah, oftentimes they're, they're, they're like these surprise bags. Like, you don't know what it is that you're going to get. You just have to show up at the right time because I'm assuming it's like, <laughs> they list the times like 20, 30 minutes before they close. You show up, you pay something like, I mean, I, I checked out a bunch and there, it's like four bucks for this bag of food, like you said. And it's almost kind of, I think I see it as a fun way to expose yourself to different ingredients sure. or different uh, meals, like you, different fare uh, that, that maybe you would not have chosen uh, had you had the choice, but because it's sort of this mystery flavor, uh, I see that as fun and adventurous. Yeah, well, and especially when a Grubhub delivered to you your address is going to cost you $22 or something like that. Yeah. And this is going to cost you four. Granted, you're going to have to go pick it up. But it's it's like, hey, if you, you want to eat out, but you want to do it for yeah. less money. This yeah, is, Grubhub, DoorDash, they're, they're charging you like $4 just in fees. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, at least minimum, minimum. Not I mean, counting the, like, the delivery fee. Yeah. Like, like and then just the tip it, on top that you got to give. I mean, yeah, this exactly. is one of those ways to be able to have the ability to eat out a little bit more, but to do it in a way that costs you way less money. It's actually saving food from going in, in the garbage. Yeah, I love it. I'm a huge fan of this app. All right, yeah. And, and by the way, Love, I always love seeing tips posted in the Facebook group. I, I lurk in there and comment in there from time to time. So uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun to see how, how the money listeners are saving money. We'll put a link, by the way, for to our Facebook group in the show notes for this episode. It's the happiest place on the internet. <laughs> it is one of them, <laughs> isn't it? It feels like that. It should, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, our, that's our new slogan. Usually people are massively unkind on the internet, but not in there, which, not is, which over is great. There. All right, let's, let's move on, Matt, though. Let's uh, get to the, the topic at hand. We're talking our Friday flight, a sampling of stories we found interesting this week. And let's start off by talking about HSAs, health savings accounts. And uh, the, kind of boring sometimes. A lot of people, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not super sexy, but there was a great article this week in the Wall Street Journal about HSAs. And we've talked about kind of 
how good HSAs can be, how they're one of the, the most tax-advantaged accounts in existence. And, and I'm glad to see them getting a little more pl- publicity because mm-hmm. we've always said that, but yep. there's just not much uh, ink dedicated sure. to how great they are. So most people yeah. still don't know. Yeah, big media, they need to talk about HSAs more. There's only so many episodes that we can dedicate to HSAs <laughs> before you're going to unsubscribe. Yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. But it truly is something that needs to be talked about more. And, and the thing that struck uh, a chord with me reading this article this week was seeing stats about how many uh, HSA dollars there are overall. It's grown quite a bit, but Mm -hmm. how many HSA dollars are not being invested? And that, to me, was the biggest travesty. So I was glad to see there's now more than $105 billion tucked away inside of HSAs, these brilliant tax-advantaged accounts, but, but only $34 billion of those dollars is being invested. The rest is sitting on sidelines and sort of cash equivalent. So mm-hmm. people are yep. socking money away in there, but then they're not utilizing the resource that they have exactly. to its fullest potential. That's that's not good. And I think part of it is because, like you and I have said, HSAs have a branding problem. They're called health savings accounts. And so people assume that any money they stick in there should be used to save. Yeah. <laughs> For current your healthcare expenses, but we yep. would say no, that's actually wrong. And, and I wish we could just rename the account overall to help people understand this. But uh, the account works best as a long-term investment account. And so, if you want the full scoop on how great HSAs are and can be, by the way, it's we're getting to this point. Open enrollment, and more and more people have access to an HSA. This is the time to be thinking uh, about it. Check out our episode, episode one hundred five, where we kind of dug deep and we we gave the full scoop on HSAs. But uh, let's say you already have one, but you're only saving money inside of it. You're not investing that money. We want to tell you to go look again and start investing those dollars instead of just saving them. And then if you don't have an HSA, it's a great time to to think about signing up for one. That's right. I, th- I think in episodes past, anytime we've talked about the HSA, we've likened it to like a Tesla that you're just using to run the kids up to the neighborhood pool. Uh, <laughs> it's like you're not taking advantage of the full potential of this actual vehicle instead of a HSA. It should be an HIA, a right. health investing account. And you should be drag racing that Tesla, yeah. like clearly. <laughs> Put that thing in ludicrous mode. Uh, but yeah, the, the truth is HSAs can be an incredibly powerful tool in helping you to build wealth for the future. And they are literally the only account we know of that won't be taxed in any way, any form or fashion, if used correctly. But luckily, stats show that over half of workers who receive health care from their employers are in a high deductible health plan. And this is actually good news because like on the downside, it means that you've, you know, you've got to be better at self-insuring for healthcare costs that come up. Uh, a lot of times folks aren't used to doing that. But what that means, the, the bright side is that this gives you access to an HSA, which can be, again, just this incredibly powerful tool, not for your healthcare costs now, but for actual retirement. And by the way, Morningstar, they just ranked their top HSA providers. Fidelity and Lively, uh, they're uh, a couple of our favorites. We're happy to see that they are still at the top of the list. They are treating folks the best, which which often means that they are charging you the least and providing you with the, the best options when mm-hmm. it comes to actually investing that money. And That's so right. if you are looking to open an HSA because you do have a high deductible healthcare plan, be sure to check out Fidelity or Lively. That's right. All right, let, let's give maybe a couple money-saving shopping updates, Matt. We talked for a second about uh, shopping last week and and Goodwill is is getting with the times is now selling stuff online. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was kind of cool to see. They technically already had a site that we've talked about before that you have shopped at uh, what shopgoodwill.com I think is what it was called, right? Yep. 
Yeah, it used to be really like just a really terrible site. <laughs> but they have up, updated it over the years, and it's actually not terrible these days, but it's still a little bit backwards. It still feels kind of dated when you go in there and you're trying to... That was more auction style, kind of like eBay. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, well, now you have a chance at getting a better deal without having to go through the auction hoops. There's an a, like an actual online store that Goodwill has set up where there's where, where there are prices as opposed to go ahead put an offer in on yeah. it. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So th- this one is called GoodwillFinds.com, and it's it's kind of an attempt to mimic sites like ThreadUp and Poshmark, where they're appealing to folks who want nicer name brand goods, but they don't mind buying them used so they can get a discounted price. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, half the fun to me of Goodwill is perusing the racks in person. But I don't know. I can I see myself getting into shopping for used goods on this Goodwill site too. What do you think, Matt? You going you gonna to check it out? Definitely will add it to the list if I'm looking for something. Because there, there are some items that it just doesn't matter if they're, they're, they're secondhand. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, make sure that you add not only Goodwill. Matt's going to start getting his undies there. <laughs> nasty <laughs> uh, goodwillfinds.com and shop goodwill are both great sites to check out uh, so on another related note rei uh, they have announced that they're no longer going to participate in black friday like ever <laughs> like we're glad to see that the uh, the black friday era it seems to be mostly over you know like where folks are waking up at the butt crack of dawn the day after thanksgiving uh, or actually even leaving dinner with a family early to go buy massively discounted goods. I remember one of my aunts and my grandma doing that one year after <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner was over. They're like, all right, we're, we're going to head out to go do the Black Friday shopping. This it's been real. Back in the 90s. <laughs> Time to go get a cheap TV now. And so as we discussed a little bit last week, the the sale and the deal window, it's being extended. It's, it's starting earlier, uh, which is going to make it easier for folks to save money on holiday gifts and to s- just spread out their purchases over time instead of just making this one crazy mad dash on a specific weekend. Um, but we wanted to share this because this is just another reason to love REI. Like they were doing this. This isn't because they're realizing that, oh, you know what? Not, not many folks are really showing up at these sales anymore. They started doing this back in 2015 and this year just announced that it's going to be a permanent change. They were doing it before it was cool. Uh, but again, yeah, their, their hashtag opt outside movement, right? Exactly. Which is just awesome. Yeah. They're, they're thinking, where should our employees be Friday after Thanksgiving? Should they be indoors dealing with the throngs of people who are trying to get a sale or maybe, yeah, they should be outside the day after Thanksgiving. What a great time to get out and move your body around mm-hmm. some after yeah. you've eaten all that food. <laughs> uh, but again, keep in mind that, you know, deals on stuff that you're already planning to buy are great, but deals on stuff that you haven't even budgeted for are bad. We want you to shop judiciously. Keep that in mind before you hit purchase on any item, whether you're doing it at REI or at Shop Goodwill or GoodwillFinds.com. Yeah, get, getting into that time of year where everybody wants a piece of your of your holiday, money. Holiday yeah. spending. They want you to use your credit card. They want you to swipe it <laughs> because this is the time of year where retailers make their money. And just because it's on sale doesn't mean that we should be buying it. And one of the reasons, Matt, that you need to be a, a smart shopper right now is because debt seems to be on the comeback trail. Savings rates for Americans are down. They spiked there for a bit kind of during the pandemic, during the early days. But now they're right back down to around 5%, which is low. Like, say 5% of your income is it's not enough. And long-term credit card debt has always been a real problem, but it seems to be getting worse too. According to creditcards.com, some 60% of credit card debtors owe money to the main players, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, uh, and they have owed money to the credit card companies for at least a year, 
often because they're putting emergency expenses on a credit card without any way to pay it off. And you and I, we talk about credit cards a lot. We had Brian Kelly, the points guy on recently mm-hmm. to talk about getting getting points uh, for signing up for cards and when you're paying for them, using points wisely. But what Brian said is exactly what we've always said about credit cards too. You're losing the game if you're not paying your bill on time and in full every single month. We are fans of using credit cards wisely, but surveys like this make us want to like extend that word of caution again. I feel like every time we talk about credit cards, we have to tell the whole truth that the sign-up bonuses and the rewards can be great if you are a disciplined user of credit cards because yeah, the rewards pale in comparison to the interest you're going to be paying, especially as like we talked about recently, credit card interest rates continue to climb. That's right. That is one of the side effects of- We talked about this on Wednesday. Fed Fed rate hikes that we talked about on Wednesday, exactly. And so this is the time of year, I think it gets people in trouble when it comes to debt, when it comes to credit card usage and getting in over their heads. And I think we're going to see people, especially with inflation taking up, it's going to be even more fraught this year. So you got to pay even more close attention to your spending right now. Most definitely. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, but after that, we're going to talk about maybe some different ways that you can earn more. This is possibly via pay transparency or even through some side hustles. We'll get to that, plus several other stories right after this. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to Kachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money i'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans we always like to get the families together matt for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer we've already got that trip to saint simon's on the calendar pump for that but sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host, or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, 
or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're a small business owner, listen up. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're actually choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. They do everything from hyper-targeting best fit prospects through campaign optimization. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads, and has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no-obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention, new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Matt, the Friday flight continues. Let's, it uh, lives on. We, <laughs> it'll never die <laughs> until we die. Um, but yeah, for, for it's now. The, it's the Frankenstein of uh, How to Money episodes. It's, it's something like that. Like it continues. <laughs> yeah. Or no, it's like a zombie that you can never kill. It kind of is like a Frankenstein though. It's like pieced together. It's it's like this hodgepodge of bits and you know, you, can, yeah. you feel it. A bunch of different stories. We're totally getting into the Halloween spirit. <laughs> the spooky right. season. Have you decorated of, your house yet? No. Okay. Have you? Yeah. Oh. I mean, we, we haven't done like a ton, but... No, we're totally behind. Maybe we're, Kate and I were talking about, we want to uh, look up one of those stores, the Spirit Halloween stores or whatever, just to take the kids there um, <laughs> for them to see all this stuff because they've got all that stuff in there. I just remember going into those stores as a kid myself and it was just a ton of fun. Yeah, it's just impressive to, yeah. to walk around, exactly. even if you don't buy anything. Yep. It's a good field trip. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But, but let's get to our ludicrous headline of the week. This one comes from Axios and it was it was covered widely though and and this one read kim kardashian to pay 1.26 million in crypto charges settlement basically our good friend uh, friend of the show kim kardashian i i lie she's not we we're not we don't know her at all but she got paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for one instagram post about a, a crypto coin and matt i believe we talked about it at the time we discussed how crappy it was that she was shilling for one of these coins to line her own pockets when a lot of her followers were going to lose money and that's um i have a hard time imagining how someone with her level of wealth feels compelled to sell out her followers like that yeah Uh, a lot of her followers got burned if they took her advice Mm -hmm. and not only does it turn out was it just crappy advice but according to the ftc it was also illegal. And so now she's agreed to pay a fine. And so, I don't know, I would say we're glad to see some accountability. Yes. But even when celebrity endorsements don't cross the line of legality, like Matt Damon or Larry David's Super Bowl commercials for crypto, they're still leading everyday consumers to take riskier bets, right? Often causing them to lose big bucks. So I'm glad to see some sort of uh, justice done for a pretty crummy pitch that should have never happened. But crypto is still a space where people really have to have to continue to look out for themselves because hype-filled pitches are, are still kind of the norm. Yeah, well, and, and you said that justice has been doled out. That's, I mean, I think that's probably a stretch as well because for her, <laughs> I mean, you see, what, what's the fine? Like one point something million dollars? Yeah. Like that is a lot of money. She sure. basically had to pay back all the money she made 
plus more plus a penalty. Right, but well, that the, I mean that doesn't include how much she made on her hyping that coin, right? And so, how much did she buy before she you know had that ad or had that post That's on, a good her, question. on her account? Uh, that money, that amount of capital gains, I, I don't think we know. But for somebody like her who has got like a you know like a net worth of a couple billion dollars, this is just like. This is like a speeding ticket for yeah. her. <laughs> well, she did have to agree to not, uh, I think, shill for any crypto. And she's like, yeah, no problem. For like three years. <laughs> and she's, <laughs> she's like, like, yeah, is, is crypto dead? I don't know. But she's probably thinking, doesn't really matter to me anyway. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, it seemed like it was more of a warning for other celebrities out there who are looking to potentially, you know, pimp a coin. Because although it may not affect her bottom line all that much, that would affect somebody else's. And the Financial Times, they recently documented what they called the lawless world of crypto, uh, which is basically kind of what we're seeing. Um, a company called Chainalysis that tracks the crypto space, they claims that more than $2.2 billion has been stolen from folks uh, within the crypto space via hacking in this year alone. Wow. Like not since the inception of cryptocurrencies, but just this year. Uh, and the truth is, you know, you not only have to watch out for celebrity pitches, but also some of these other nefarious players who are also after your money. Like so many folks have been scanned by just these spoof accounts and these fake apps that might show impressive earnings, but in reality, your money, it's long gone. And when you actually try to cash that, uh, cash that account out because you want to buy something tangible in the real world, that money, those funds, they never actually arrive. Uh, and you know we're, we're certainly not experts in this, but not only should you be very careful of which coins you opt to purchase and how much you're looking to invest or speculate within the space, but it's also really important to be incredibly suspicious in particular of anyone who befriends you online and says they're going to help you out. Uh, you need to keep a close eye on security. Again, it's still the Wild West in a lot of ways, and we do not want you losing any of your money. For sure. All right, let's move on to the, the stupid surveys portion of today's episode. And I feel like <laughs> we, get, we get some of our inf information or some of our stories from surveys, which the creditcards.com thing earlier was uh, a survey That's they a performed. Survey. Yeah, and but, but that one was a little more legit. But let's talk about some stupid ones because yeah like uh despite the proliferation of crypto scams i would say we're, we're living in the best time of year to be a sports fan the mls playoffs matter about to kick off sadly without our atlanta united yeah. uh but so are the mlb playoffs are they i believe they start tonight in fact not the braves though because they get a buy they get a buy like, i read the, I read the papers a little bit <laughs> and hopefully we're gonna repeat as world series champs that's the goal college football pro football they're in the swing of things the nba is in preseason about to launch soon as well so no matter which sport you like you can find something good to watch almost every night and or weekend if you want but i i don't watch nearly as much sports as i used to i'll probably watch the braves in the playoffs but for the most part i don't really watch sports these days um, but i saw a lending tree survey the other day and it's uh, said here's, that here's a survey portion of here's the a survey portion it said right? that a third of americans are willing to go into debt for their favorite team hmm. and it, so whether that's buying a, a new jersey that maybe you don't have the money for or They're expensive whether it's going to see a live game which is also expensive it's even more expensive only gotten more yeah. expensive to go feed the family like at a baseball game or something like that in addition to the tickets the hot dogs and the sodas and all that stuff they add up in a big way we, we get the desire to spend money in support of your club but we would say budget for those expenses do not yep. put them on your credit card without being able to pay them off sports can be fun and live sporting events can be a heck of a time but yeah it's it's certainly not fun when you're paying it off for months to come. You just need to make sure that you're doing it responsibly. And I would say, I think there might be some folks who hear you say to budget for it and they're going to they're gonna balk at that. 
You like that? That was another uh, baseball <laughs> oh, thing for you. Nice, this, is all, this is all for you. Uh, but I, what I would say is that, yes, you may not have known that the Braves are going to make it to the playoffs again. But if you know you enjoy going to see a game or going to see a match, this is something that you can be chipping, like socking some money away from your entertainment budget just over the course of the year. Kind of like your uh, World Cup. You're, still, you're saving years in exactly. advance. Exactly. Like we heard about this a couple years ago. And I'm like, I don't know what specific game we're going to go into. But I know that when the time comes, A, the tickets are going to be expensive. And B, no matter what, I'm still probably going to want to go see something. And so even though I don't know the exact dollar amount, it's something that you can begin to earmark, at least generally speaking, when you know that there's sort of like this sector of entertainment that you want to, to be able to participate in. Start earmarking those funds now. Uh, all right, Joel. So we've got another stupid survey uh, to share with folks. Uh, we should make this a regular occurrence, I think. <laughs> this one comes from Lending Tree as well, which makes me think, like, it seems like Lending, Lending Tree, they don't have anything else to do uh, other than just ask thousands of people dumb <laughs> questions. questions all day <laughs> all day long maybe we should stop doing this maybe we are feeding the beast uh but in this case we're going to talk about it maybe at least this one last time uh so the survey it says that it turns out that one in five folks say that they are dating less because of the higher costs of going out due to inflation other folks are uh, downgrading their dating apps. So like basically they're settling for the free version. <laughs> they're going with the freemium model. I'm not very familiar with these. <laughs> not sure how, like how big of an impact that has on your experience. Like, do you, does that mean you get paired with somebody who you're not actually matching with? <laughs> they're just like, well, if you want the, the guys that you're really into, or if you, if you want the girls who actually share common interests, you got to pay up. You're, you're not just, sure. Right now you're just in tier two. You're, you haven't made it to tier one. <laughs> you don't even know the, the quality of, <laughs> Uh, dates or potential partners that you might be exposed to. But all that being said, uh, we would say that it's not that you need to, to date less. We just think that you need to date smarter because dates don't have to cost a lot of money. You can still go out on dates, but maybe you aren't spending like a hundred bucks every single date. This might sound trite, but it's the thought that counts. And so whether you're going out on a first date or, or if you're just taking your significant other or your partner out, who you've been with for decades, we want you to think outside the box to create a fun, a memorable, enjoyable date that's not going to break the bank. And so if you, like maybe you do really like to go out to restaurants, maybe that means just going out to breakfast instead of dinner. Uh, this time of year, the weather is fantastic. Uh, Joel, our, our families, we went hiking last weekend. Uh, that's a completely free activity. Yeah. We, we ended the night sitting around a fire, having an awesome conversation, uh, literally cost us nothing. But these are activities that aren't uh, specific to just what you, something you do with your family. This is stuff that you can do on a date as well. Yeah, you bring a picnic to go along with the hike. And yes. you got like the spread that you put out there. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to go all out. It you can go to Aldi and get, the stu- and get the stuff for that picnic, toss it in your backpack. That looks pretty thoughtful without spending much money. So I, I think you're right. I think you don't have to forsake dating just because costs have gone up. Even even something like Apple, Apple Pick or well, apple picking is expensive. Like, is it really? It's like the most expensive way to get a bushel of apples. Because oh. uh, <laughs> you have to pay like you have to pay entry, and then you get, you have to like buy those bags, and it's just like, oh man, we just dropped how much? We've, it's the memories, though, right? Yes, it's like yeah. the whole day experience. Uh, but yeah, if you're the, then I push th- back on yeah apple well, picking. Don't do it then if you're <laughs> looking to save money. And it's that expensive. I didn't realize. I, I guess I haven't been apple picking a little uh, bit. Well, well, even like fest like fall festivals. But if, now's the time if, if you want to get into that sort of fall fall spirit. Like every single weekend there is some activity either in the town where you live or it's you know somewhere nearby like i'm not talking about music festivals or like 
like beer festivals, but like free festivals, just where you get to hang out, see some really cool art or hear some music for free. I think this can also be a, a really affordable way to enjoy a date with somebody. Yeah, most definitely. And Matt, I'd love to hear from our listeners to, to know like what their favorite cheap or free date ideas yeah, it's, are. It's been a minute since we have uh, been dating. I don't want to say that we like don't date our wives. Like every single week, either y- you and Emily or either Kate and I go out on a date. So like we definitely take our wives out to dates, but we're also limited in when it is that we can do that. So oftentimes we are actually going out to restaurants. Yeah, we're going out to dinner typically. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, my wife and I were heading out this weekend and we're going to go on a bunch of hikes, which I'm excited about. My parents are going to watch the kids. Jealous. It's going to be it's going to be lovely. So yeah, we're going to spend a lot of free time out in nature. But uh, the best. I, I'm, I'm curious to hear yeah, what other people do. But l- let's move on, Matt. Let's talk about pay transparency because it's becoming more common in job listings these days. And it's actually, it's now a requirement in the state of California, which means that we're likely to see uh, pay ranges, posted pay ranges becoming even more common in online work postings in the coming months and years. And we've talked about this before when it uh, became state law in Colorado and Nevada, Washington, they've implemented similar laws. Interestingly enough, pay transparency in job listings, its it's been on the rise for years anyway. And I would say the best part of less elusive pay information is is really that job seekers are going to be applying to fewer jobs where they might receive a lowball offer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Interviewing, it, it can be time consuming and it's no fun to jump through a bunch of hoops for a job that you think you're going to like when <laughs> only to find out that, guess what? The pay is going to be, I don't know, $15,000 less than what you thought or than what other similar companies are paying for comparable positions. That's just annoying. So, I mean, other than that, though, it turns out we have very little data about how much increased pay transparency is going to impact higher wages overall. Hopefully, hopefully it will, but I think it's it's probably going to be helpful for job applicants. But at the same time, you've still got to advocate for yourself. You've still got to negotiate effectively. Even when there's a range of pay offered, so much comes down to, to you and how you negotiate to get paid more. That's right, man. And so speaking of pay, I think a lot of people wouldn't mind if they made more money. Uh, and lots of individuals who are looking to increase their income, they're they're opting to launch a side hustle in order to do just that. We've covered the pros and the cons before of the gig economy of, of side hustles, uh, but new evidence has come to light that side hustles can essentially be this superpower. Uh, a new white paper from the professors at the University of Oregon and Arizona and Nebraska, they found that side hustles, while they're becoming more common, they aren't actually detracting from the work that is getting done at your full-time job which is something that employers have uh, have feared. Uh, on, the, on the contrary, they are empowering is, is basically what they're arguing in the research. The best line from the, the actual study states that psychological empowerment from side hustles enriches full-time work performance, which is really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going to have more to say about side hustles in our upcoming newsletter on Tuesday. That's the plan. But side hustles, depending on the route that you can take, not only can they be energizing in the moment, uh, but they can also potentially lead you down the road of working full time for yourself. The only criticism I would have of that study is that it was only over the course of 10 days, which makes me think we've all been up against a deadline or worked on a project where we're basically working at a level that we know we not that we can't necessarily sustain. And so while those results are encouraging, I think a better question for us to ask is, is that what 
I want to pursue right now in my life, right? Because we like we talk all the time about trying to strike that balance. And yes, by pursuing this high side hustle, it makes you more productive at work. But what about all the other areas in your life that might be suffering slightly, right? And so like I was talking about working for like a short period of time when you know that you've got like a deadline or something. Oftentimes there are other areas in our life that suffer because of that, right? Like maybe you're not eating like you should be, or maybe you're not exercising like you, sh- you should be. Uh, like maybe, maybe your sleep suffers. You take an hour or two off your normal sleep routine. Exactly. You're getting sick more often, or you're not you're not hanging out with your friends, the meaningful relationships in your life. And so I think what's important to keep in mind are some of those other aspects, some of those other sectors of our lives. They can often get pushed off to the sides. And again, we talk about this on the show as a good thing. Because a lot of times folks are looking to make more money. They're trying to get ahead with the, the money and the financial goals in their life. But we also want folks out there to kind of strike that balance. We want you to achieve whatever goals. We want you to, that, that, you're, that you're chasing after. We want you to achieve financial freedom. But don't forget to live life along the way. Don't forget all the other aspects of life that, that make life worth living. Right? Yeah. This is not just about work. I, I will say, I think it makes sense too that some of the folks in this survey that maybe the, the, if they're if you're a go getter enough to start your own side hustle, if you're excited about launching your own thing, about maybe becoming an entrepreneur, then it, it makes sense to me that you are enthusiastic about your day job too. Maybe you're yeah. you're just, but you might be going too hard. You might be. That's the reality. I think that's what you're pointing to. And I think that's true. I yeah. think it's. I think it can be a good thing. What we've talked about is you don't want to. You're going to have to trade time for money at least for a period of time as you're launching something new. Mm-hmm. But you don't want that to be in perpetuity at some point. Exactly. At some point, you want to be ramping this up, typically so that it can become like uh, your your full-time thing so that you're not yeah. burning the candle at both ends Ex- for yep. years on end. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's almost like this feedback loop, right? Like you start getting good at your side hustle and you just realize that, man, you are, you're just really good at working. I'm really good at making money. And But are you really good at the other areas of life that at the end of your life, you're going to look back on yeah. and, and say, do, do I have any regrets? Like, what could I have done differently? Those are the kind of things we want you thinking about now, not 20, 30, 40 years down the line. The stuff that makes you balanced. Exactly. For sure. All, All right. right. Well, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. On that note, Matt, that's going to do it for, for this episode. We will have the show notes uh, for this episode up on our website at howtomoney.com. And remember, we will have more in our upcoming newsletter uh, about side hustles. We've got some, I think, some additional thoughts that we want to share with you guys on Tuesday. You can sign up for that at how to money dot com slash newsletter. It's free. You'll get it every Tuesday morning in your inbox. And hopefully it's informative and encouraging. That's the goal. You know it. All right, man, that's going to be it for this episode. Until next time. Best friends out. Best friends out. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.